Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. So I've took a few notes here, as mm. everybody can see, as I was scrolling <laughs> on my phone. Luanda talked about uh, creating a safe space, mm-hmm. a safe place, safe time um, where you communicate. But um, I find it even trying to communicate, none of that even really matters as well, because it's still going to be hard to communicate something that you really, because you don't really know how to articulate it. I know in the beginning of my marriage, I really didn't know how to communicate to Luanda because I didn't want to hurt her feelings mm-hmm. based off of what I said. And because my words come out so sharp, and I know they do. Is that I can hurt, I know that I would hurt her feelings and I didn't want that to happen. So I had to learn on how to communicate to her in a way that she would receive it and that it wouldn't hurt her feelings, mm. but that she would know how I really was feeling. And, and how so, did you do that? So I'm glad you asked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> yes. Um, so I've done um, a few different things is I've either wrote or sent her an email. Um, sent her a text message or written a letter where she could be able to find it to really kind of express in long form kind of how I'm feeling, kind of the story in my head Mm -hmm. is this is how I'm feeling right now. This is how I feel that you've offended me or Mm -hmm. that this is how I'm hurt. This is how I'm hurt based off of what you've done to me and all the other kind of stuff. And then that way she can see everything that I'm feeling. And then automatically it's almost like what every word that you write you know, you just feel the stress just coming off of you mm-hmm. to where now, although it may even not even be delivered yet, you already feel Relief. relieved, yeah. you know, that, man, things are already better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just with different ways that um, that I've done, even when I know that I'm not going to be able to physically look her in the eye mm-hmm. and communicate something that is going to be hard to talk about mm-hmm. it, um, that I send it to her in that in that way. I feel like we're the same person. <laughs> Well, yes, you know, yeah. hey, we can be. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask Jeremy, do you, I mean, I use that example a lot to talk about you doing that. that yeah. So do you want to <laughs> piggyback on that and share anything you've learned from that? Well, so uh, I send e- emails to Samantha, too, or texts oh, when stuff's going on because mm-hmm. I'm an internal processor. She she needs to process verbally. I need to process just thinking about it mentally. And that's that's something that we've figured out over over time that she wants to talk about it and I don't because I need to just think about it and talking doesn't help so that that's when an email comes in handy you know Mm -hmm. and I'll send her an email or a text or something like that but just recently I decided that I needed to send her an email that had just good stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm laughing because i got it (laughs) well normally she gets emails from me and it's hey this is this is what's bothering me i need to explain how i'm feeling about this the end and i don't mind receiving them i should add because a tip i was going to give is that you edit them well and it's not edit as in taking stuff out it's how is this, like Darren, you were saying, how is this coming across? Am I using things like you did this versus I'm feeling like? Yeah. It gives him time to do that so that I can receive it. Yeah. And the reason I laughed is because I actually like getting his emails, even though they usually have to do with um, Discord or something. Mm-hmm. I, I like it, though, because, of course, I'm a communicator. I want to know what is in your head. So I always like getting his emails. Also, it brings me back to like those texts. Um, I am I am days, you know, like a little message from my, my guy. Yeah. So I like getting his emails. 
But um, there, there, so it's like this dual feeling of, oh, I'm excited to hear from him. I'm excited to hear his feelings. But then I always know it's going to be like, ugh. Yeah. Or so the, the I'm going to have to be I patient sent, and listen. So the last one I sent, I, I was sitting at work and I, I was just thinking about her and how much I loved her. Aww. So I wrote, I wrote an email that was all good stuff. Like, hey, I, I like this about you. I think, you know, we're doing great. It's nothing negative. So okay. I, I think uh, a good tip for the listeners would be if you're going to go the email route, throw some good ones in every mm-hmm. once in a while. Yes. Yeah. And I will. So I got to my car after a meeting and I saw an email from him and I, so I had to like, yay, an email. And then I went, oh crap, this means, oh man, I got to start. I have to like. <laughs> that means something's <laughs> wrong. I got to, I got to, you know, and I got to be what I've learned, which is to receive it and hear it. So I was kind of preparing my heart like, oh yes, it's a roller coaster. And then I open it and he says, I know the first paragraph, I know I usually send you, but this is just an I was like, oh my gosh, Aww. praise the Lord. <laughs> yeah. I appreciated it. All right. so, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Lawanda, what have you learned from either just marriage or the unscripted marriage since kind of diving in and publicly sharing? I've learned that people change mm. uh, over marriage from beginning to middle to end to in between. Uh, people change and things, uh, situations in life cause us to change. Mm-hmm. And um, I've learned that being flexible and uh, being able to adapt to change is a really good trait to have in marriage. And if you are unable to do that, then you've got some working to do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because yeah. people change. Yeah. And within change, sometimes they don't know that they're changing. And they don't know how to communicate the change. Mm-hmm. And so as a spouse, it's imperative that you notice that your spouse is changing or you notice that there's a shift within them and that you communicate that and you talk and say, I noticed something and there's something different. Um, is there something you need to tell me about? Is there something going on? And open those lines of communication and talk about things that are changing and, and things that are moving so that you guys can continue to be on one accord and move and shift together. Darren, did you have something to add to that? Uh, yes. Um, so to what she was saying, this is all about using your time wisely. Mm-hmm. Um, we had we had couples and we had this one husband and he was like, man. I vacuum my wife's car out every day. I do this. I do that. And she just don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And the wife was like, I don't care if the van is clean. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm, I'm fine with the van being dirty. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it gets into the love languages. You know, yeah. this is the love languages, right? Yeah. And it's like we spend so much time thinking that, okay, we like our van to be clean, but mm-hmm. our spouse necessarily may not like mm-hmm. that. And so if we really want to put the time in to really say, Hey, babe, I'm doing this for you. Then I think really paying attention to the love languages and what they're going through and the changes, like Wanda mentioned, is important so that you can use your time wisely and really dedicate your time to doing acts of service or doing other gifts mm-hmm. or taking your wife out or giving her compliments and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I think that using that time is wise. It's great. Yeah. You mentioned secrets before. Do you want to touch on that? So some people... Um, some people say, well, should you keep a secret from your spouse? Ooh. That is the question. Should you keep a secret from your spouse? And surprisingly, some people do say, do say, yes, should you hold things from your spouse? This can be debatable. Yes or no. A lot of people do say yes. A lot of people do say no. And I, and the reason they say that is because it depends on the situation. Because if there's, of course, something that you're trying to protect them from or, 
um, whether it's a job situation or you're, you know, CIA or FBI, <laughs> Security <laughs> you know, clearance. you've got some kind of, you know, you, of course, you, you're you not going to be sharing a lot of information that you really can't share a lot of information because it could be harmful to your family. However, the secrets that I believe are maybe things that your spouse may be holding from you that could harm your family as in, and, and, and really harm themselves, that's something that, that should be brought to uh, attention. Um, some people, some marriages, they experience like drug drug addictions mm-hmm. or any type of addic- addictions. And mm-hmm. when those secrets are, are, are kept, then that gets into um, now, now you're lying to me about where you're going. And mm-hmm. now you're, um, you're trying to hide this. And then you mm-hmm. get in, then we get into infidelity issues and, and things like that. Darren said something, I can't remember what the actual quote <laughs> was, but about secrets. And he's just like, I just had to let it all out. I just had to tell Luanda everything because I'm free. I'm mm-hmm. I'm free um, to be myself. I'm free to be who I am with her now because I don't have any secrets. I don't have anything to, to expose, yeah. to, to try to hide because now I'm just, you know, I'm just open. I'm free to communicate. And and it's hard to hide stuff when you're married. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to. It's hard to keep trying to cover up or hide or you know. It, it's just. It's very difficult. Um, you want to add to that? Um, some people or parents would say, you know, I better hear from you because if I got to hear yeah. from somebody else, right? Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be trouble, right? Yeah. You know, saying like, why didn't you tell me this? And you yeah. know, I, I shared. I shared my 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 issue with some of my trusted fellas or whatever and and it was like man psh, no big deal everybody does Ever. that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm like what's well, a big deal for me i'm married you know what i'm saying yeah. and i just don't want to be holding this this secret from her and yeah. and and um and then i just found the courage to do it and i was like babe I, I got this thing going on, you know what I'm saying? And and I really want to tell you. I can't remember if I wrote it to you or if i just told you you just verbally told me i just verbally yeah. told you and mm-hmm. i was just like babe you know, this is this is my issue. And she was like, oh, OK, you know, well, we going, hey, well, however you need my help through this process, you know, mm-hmm. I'm there for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for for a man to really be have the uh, the strength to to um to, to let his secret out like mm-hmm. that um, is so empowering. You know what I'm saying? It's I mean, free. you feel like you, yeah. you feel yeah. like you're on top of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so if my wife got my back, you know what I'm saying? I'm good. I mean, my philosophy right now is if my wife got me and encouraged me. I mean, can't nobody stop me. I can go but through a brick wall. It's so difficult to get that courage to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've been vulnerable and been shot down in the past yeah. from your spouse. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. yeah. Right. So that's why I think, Lawanda, going back to what you said earlier about having the conversations before you have them. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's that, so if I, I feel like, okay, if someone's listening, it's that, okay, there's a hard issue. So you don't have to say, okay, what happens if X happens? What happens if Y happens? You like, you don't even have to go to the laundry list. It's that, what would happen if I told you something that you did not want to hear? Right. Then it's like, okay, that's where I need to do some soul searching and say, well, I would want to be pissed and effing do this or that. <laughs> because that's how I feel. But I would need to be patient. Loving, because if I've decided like I love you and I want to, you know, support you, that I need to receive the information. It, it reminds me of just with parenting too. You know, we're telling our kids, I'm, you know, they're getting older now, and so it's the whole you can tell me anything. Don't ever be afraid to tell me anything. Yet, if every time they tell me something, I'm giving them the look of you know better than that, and how could you do that, and da 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 da. Well, then 
I'm realizing, oh, I'm telling them they can tell me anything. But every time they do say something that's not perfect or something, if I'm reacting, showing them Mm -hmm. you're not doing it the right way, well, then why are they ever going to come to me and tell me they made a mistake? And so I feel like I've kind of had to realize it's not just I can't just say to Jeremy, oh, you know, I'll receive if you have something you want to share with me, whether it's you being vulnerable, you talking about something I'm doing, honey, you can tell me anything. I'm here to communicate. And then every time he does, I like react yeah horns come out like Darren <laughs> yeah. just said it's is like oh i it, my ads my actions not yeah. my words mm-hmm. it's more and like so, a yeah. what is it now <laughs> yeah because a lot of and to be honest to be honest i was ready to receive whatever he had but yes. that was just me yeah a but lot you did of women the work, are not and but i would say you did the work or, you know, you were primed, whether it was your upbringing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the part where we not only should communicate, hey, he shared, he was vulnerable, and we need to, that's one, hey, guys, be vulnerable. But you're sending someone into, I don't know if it's the best analogy, like the lion's den. Yeah. Like, go, go do it. Where if, the per- like, so this is a two-way street. Yeah, mm-hmm. it And is. that's what we need to also uh, mention. It is. Because that's can- why, that's why I was saying in the beginning that, it's 50-50 because yes. you can't really say that, yes, you should hold secrets or, yes, you should tell secrets because, yes, he may be vulnerable to tell them. But then on the other end, they not they may not be ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. And if they're not ready to receive it, then that's a whole nother thing that's going to come out on the end. And then it gets tricky. But, however, secrets are bad. They're just yeah. bad, period. It leads to a lot of things that are hidden and then... Um, when those hidden things are entertained, then they begin to grow and yes. grow into different things. Unhealthy. And then in the end, it's going to be a big explosion anyway. Yes. I um, A few years ago, I worked at a hotel, an establishment, and um, I saw a um, a guy creeping. I, I used to see it all the time. I didn't know he was creeping what, until the next creep? day. You better ex- creeping. But so like for the listeners that don't know for, creeping. For the listeners that don't know creeping, married man creeping means married man sleeping with another female at another hotel. Married man comes into hotel with woman. Woman <laughs> woman pays for a room so that married man does not have to pay for a room. Lawanda works overnight at a hotel doing night audit. She peeps this. She says nothing. But oh, the, you knew the guy? That did not know the guy until oh. the next day. Oh. The married man was talking to Lawanda if he wasn't trying to talk to Lawanda, overly talk to Lawanda, trying to find out where she was from and all this gibberish, then I would have never paid any attention to him. So anyway, so he came in. I didn't know him from whatever. He was trying to ask me all these questions. The lady, she was just trying to get get into the room. They went up to the room. He then leaves uh, at three o'clock in the morning. So the very next day I had to host an event. And guess who I look up and see? It's the same guy. You should have seen his face. Like, how are you here? And the event was about an hour and a half away from the place that I worked at. The very next same day, he was at the event sitting next to his wife and his child and his mother-in-law. Breaking. And so I said nothing to this family. Uh, I just went over and greeted them. But I'm hosting this event that he's attending and you should have seen the look on his face. But I could also discern that the family 
were wasn't happy. You can kind of mm-hmm. see the dynamics of the family and that there was al- there was already something that was going on there. So there was no need for me to even interrupt or even say anything. But I see but I I've seen it a lot and I see where secrets can um mm-hmm. can hurt families and really do a lot of damage. So it's it's a lot. It's just a lot with marriage, but we're not here to talk about the negative stuff. <laughs> we're here to talk about happy things. And, I feel like we need to sing or something. You know, bring the mood back so up again. Feel, <laughs> feel free, feel free to edit. Feel free to edit this out. But I no, see. No, but that's the important. Like that's yeah. told the other day. I said I would like to talk to the director of the Human Trafficking Initiative out yeah. here, and they looked at me like I was crazy because they know that I love humor and whatnot. And I said. And I will curse on this because it drives the point home. I said, I looked at her and I said, I know I love humor. I said, but I talk about shit so that we can peel back the layers to get to the real shit. Like, Mm. that is what I'm about. And I probably need to clean that up for, like, sharing purposes. Yeah, we'll edit it. Um, (laughs) You know, we'll we'll just throw the – but, like, but that's my heart, though. My heart is connecting with people. And, yes, I love telling funny stories to connect because joy and laughter brings us together. Yeah. But what's the point of being connected if we're all just hiding pain Mm -hmm. and secrets and whatnot? Like, that's no way to live either. Just a BS, happy, woo-woo. Like, it's all fake then. The reason I think you guys have joy in your marriage, and I think it. I can speak for Jeremy and I, the reason we have a real friendship with our marriage and is that we're honest and it comes down to the secrets. Yeah. Now, hopefully this doesn't get used in a soundbite one day when horrible secrets could come out about either one of us, Jeremy. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, that's, but that's, I think, part of it is that we don't shy away from the hard conversations and yeah. just, oh, we don't want to fight. We're just a happy couple. We just push everything down. It's like, no, we're willing to have mm-hmm. the conversations. I don't think you can have the hard conversations if you're not having the small, easy conversations either. Uh-huh. Just yeah. to go back to what what you were talking, like yeah. if you if you can't just communicate on a regular basis about how to load the dishes or uh, I don't know doing the bed in the morning or cleaning the car out on a Saturday, if you can't communicate with your spouse about that stuff, you're never going to be able to have that hard conversation. Yeah. You know, if somebody's holding a secret. Yeah. Well, if you let, if you feel let down, like it kind of, you know, goes back to the trivial example of the dishwasher. If, if I'm getting on you that you can't do anything right and continually harping on you and you come to me that you have an addiction in some way to something and I'm disappointed in you as a man and a person because you can't load the dishwasher right, how the heck are we going to get to that? So yeah, it's almost like, uh, the dishwasher is the bunny slope. You know, when you're skiing, like, you know, that's your practice round and you figure out, okay, how can we communicate? How can you receive it? So that when the black diamond comes, the hardest, the double black diamond, Mm -hmm. I was just going to, I was just going to say something like that. You just, you just made a point. I was going to make another example, but please share the example. Yours yours is going to be better. Drive it home. (laughs) Of course not. Hers is always better. We get both of them. I use the best one. Don't worry. So we, we talk about, we talk about building up and building the relationships up. And so one plus one equals two adds up to you being able to do harder math and all the other kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So why can't we use that same thing in relationships and how we build? Let's start with solving the small problems first. So that we can use that momentum to get to the more difficult ones. Yeah. Eventually you get to quantum theory. Yeah. You know what, what I'm saying? Which I have no idea about. But yes, yeah. you get there soon. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. 
That's and then great. we talk about, and then another thing that you had mentioned too was talking about being free, and people are out here living in prison in their mind. Yes, um, yeah. you know where they can't be free, and and they're so afraid to share their truth mm-hmm. because they don't know how people are going to receive it. You know, I just posted something on Facebook the other day about soldiers committing suicide yes. is because they just have so much stuff going. We, I'm a soldier too, yes. you know, a veteran too. It's yes. just like, Thank we you. have so many things in our mind that LaWanda even can't understand mm-hmm. when I try to communicate to her. Fortunately, she was in one of my therapy sessions, so she, I can kind of speak and she can kind of see, but some stuff I can't yeah. talk about mm-hmm. because I just don't know how she would receive it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and stuff that we see and, and in your mind and all the other kind of stuff. And I think it's just even with, with marriage and relationships mm-hmm. is that, you know, people go through so many different things. And on the outside world, people don't understand, you know, what people are going through in their mind. But they're yeah. so quick to judge. And then, and then now we, even down to bullying and all this other kind of stuff where it's all relational, mm-hmm. you know, where it's all relationship mm-hmm. based is that. People just don't know how to express their feelings. And we're not giving people an outlet besides the flushing it out, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're not giving people an outlet to communicate how they really feel. Yeah. And so now they just grow up with all this contentment, with all this hurt, with all this frustration. And it ends up with, oh, I'm going to go to a school and I'm going to do this this crazy stuff or I'm going to go and into uh, um, yeah. um work you know a club and, yeah. or, and I'm gonna go yeah. and shoot up a hundred something people and you it's know. that narrative that you tell yourself that yeah. I'm the only one yep mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you're not the only one nobody will understand that right. what I'm going through yeah and right. that's what's hard is that I know there's some things we talked about today that people would say well what is it though what's the thing they want to know the thing mm-hmm. like what was your issue what was your secret da, da, da. and it's not about that. It's mm-hmm. it's not about the specific thing, because what I think about a lot and what I've been fearful of to do the podcast, to put myself out there, is the oversharing, is to open yourself up to, you know, criticism and um, and just hurt and things like that. And so it's figuring out that fine line of how do we share honestly and openly certain things, but then also keeping certain things close hold for your um, your marriage, your family, et cetera. And I think everyone's line is different of mm-hmm. what you want to share, but reiterating the fact just to listeners that not to get stuck on the details just to like jeremy just said that whatever you're going through you're not alone and Mm -hmm. you know that and take the lessons away of of you know the community whatever it it is that for you but whether it's communication or whatnot talking about the hard things we had a couple and um in one of our classes and uh and he had expressed his desire to want to have a relationship with his kids Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, the only way that I have the strength to be able to ask the group for help, prayer and all the other kind of stuff is because Darren and LaWanda, you have been so transparent with us mm-hmm. that now I have the confidence mm-hmm. to actually talk about my truth and mm-hmm. what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people, I think, just want real stuff. Like, yeah. the the one thing I, that irritates me is that people say, yeah, I just keep it real. But it's always being negative, though. Yeah, it's always right. like criticizing. Yeah, you know, it's always, like, oh, I'm going to just tell you how it is because I keep it real. But nobody likes to keep it real with their feelings and what they're really feeling yeah. on, and on the inside. Mm-hmm. It's always about, oh, I'm going to keep it real by just telling you how trifling you are mm-hmm. or how you ain't no good. Mm-hmm. But it's not the truth about saying, look, I'm really struggling and I really want to get through yeah. this. And, hey, I need some people to come beside me yeah. and really help me through this journey. Right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. So we talked about early, Samantha, you mentioned earlier about sharing with other people. Mm -hmm. And so what I found helpful for me 
um, when I'm sharing with other people, is this really stating how I can be a better husband? Yeah, and that goes back to the intention, people who are for your marriage. So that's what I always say is I'm sharing this to figure out what I need to do, like to mm-hmm. be better, not to put him down. Right. I, I don't know if you were going that direction, but yes. I was glad you mm-hmm. brought that up. Cause... Because I will always mention stuff like, well, this happened because this is what I didn't do. Mm-hmm. Give me some, like, and then when I'm talking to him, I'm like, well, give me some scenarios or how you got through this, mm-hmm. you know, as a man, or how did you communicate this mm-hmm. as a man? Um, and I think, although we're leaders of a marriage group, it's been so helpful to learn how different couples communicate what they do in their, in their happy place or in their safe place or how they communicated different things or how they're sharing um, or even how they're communicating, even in our class, like, mm-hmm. you know, how can it get better? You're here now. You made a decision to come into a class, but why? You know, was it just to check off the box or, mm-hmm. you know, what was it? Do you really want to have a successful marriage? Like, is marriage class just for or is unscripted marriage just for people that's down and out and having problems? Or is it for married couples that just want to really have fun and really continue thriving? Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that's um, one thing that we that maybe even we want to do is really say, hey, couples, couples that are happy that, you know, that have regular everyday struggles or mm-hmm. not necessarily struggles, but are just living life together, best friends already, all that kind of stuff. Hey, this could be for you, too. Mm-hmm. You know, we want everybody to kind of have fun within yeah. script of marriage. Surprisingly, a large amount of our audience are singles. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, so, singles or divorced? Uh, and, well, they're all single, but single, single never married, and divorced. divorced. Yes. And I only ask that because it's like, looking, you know, they, looking to get married, uh, yeah. wanting tips on, you know, marriage stuff. And then yeah. people who have been married and divorced, yeah. uh, we get mm-hmm. a lot of feedback from yeah. from that group. What would you say is something if someone's in a place where they're not unhappy in their marriage, you know, they're happy, but want to make it better? What are some things they can do to kind of move towards that happier marriage? Um, I would just say that you have to be intentional about getting close to each other, building that relationship if there if it's not there, building that friendship continuously, date nights and laughing together, putting mm-hmm. the kids to bed early, just having just having fun, watching snuggling up, watching cuddling up, watching TV together, um, just doing things together, going away. Especially people who have kids because parenting gets a little stressful and routine at times. So you have to set aside time to go away alone, away from the kids and and get back to uh, when we first met and what we, how we felt about each other when we first met. And mm. um, just being intentional about dating your spouse continuously. That's mm. great. So um, my point is really, I'm kind of really just piggybacking off Lawanda, is your kids are not more important than your marriage. That's mm-hmm. so true. Right. Mm-hmm. It sounds horrible. I was going to say that that comes across a lot of times controversial, but yeah. if you are the center of your family and everything mm-hmm. springs from yeah. there, then... Yeah. yeah, but priorities are yeah. important. Yeah. Priorities are very important. Where if you, if you don't have your priorities straight, yeah. if your kids come before your wife... You're gonna have issues. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And normally it's the it's the wife that normally chooses the kids over the husband. I know when Lawanda and I first started having kids, and yeah. I was like, "Look, I can't stand these kids." Yeah, you were yeah. though, because I was like, "I ain't getting none." I got yeah. the bag going every time I try to get some. The was... kid want to cry. I'm like, "Look, I'm tired of this." Look, yeah. you know, it's just it just adds so much. I'm with you. Animosity. And I was like, "You don't like our you. kids." I was like, "I love our kids. Our babies. Yeah. Look at it's... them. Here, hold them." 
What's yeah. the story like the lion eating their young or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. I get that. All right. And um Yeah, I think it I think it is important to um and as far as I, I know I speak a lot from a husband's husband's point of view, is you have to you really, really have to love your wife at the end of the day. That has to be the foundation of everything is show her love in every different way that you can. And I think communication is huge for us. And that's why I, even earlier talking about the different ways to communicate is just that husbands don't shut your your wife off from you, you know, mm-hmm. because she really she may not be your sounding board, you know what I'm saying? But she has to be she has to know what's going on. Kind of like what you talked mm-hmm. about, Samantha, the wives want to know what's going on. And um, if you're not communicating and if you are going through different things and she's getting on you and all the other kind of stuff is because, you know, we it may be a reason because we're not communicating and we're not loving them and we're not doing these different things um so husbands i you know give you all a if any advice if you don't take anything away listeners husbands is to really love your wife with everything you got and ladies respect your husband and boost their ego and just pump them up and make them feel like they are super man and 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 i love that i love that dress up if you got to whatever you get Whatever you gotta do to keep that spice, that keep that Stop love telling alive. My secrets. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. That's great. That's the other secret part. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming today. Thank I'm you. so this glad you great. shared. And um, you guys can check them out on Unscripted Marriage TV. What's uh, what's that website to get to you for that? So it's on YouTube. Unscripted Marriage is on YouTube. On Unscripted Marriage on Instagram. Unscripted Marriage on Facebook. Uh, so all three of those. And I believe we also have Unscripted Marriage on Twitter. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And our website And is... our website is unscriptedmarriage.com. So you can find us anywhere on there. We're open for um, booking. So we do uh, travel and speak to different uh, church groups. And it doesn't even have to be a church group. It can be um, just a group. And uh, we do. We will be starting uh, back filming in January. Awesome! Mm, Thank you, guys. Awesome. We appreciate it. This has been fun. And that's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by TwinMusicom.org. Song titled, Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, M&M Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.